You're tuned in to the ETBU Sports Net, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Peyton Tebow here with Reagan Kapler, a three-year captain with our women's soccer team and a three-time All-ASC third-team member. Reagan, how are you doing today? Thanks for being with us. I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm ready to get this going, ready to have a good conversation with you. (laughs) All right, so Reagan, tell us a little bit about yourself. What are, who is Reagan off the field? Who is Reagan off the field? Well, I am Reagan Kapler. I'm from McKinney, Texas, um, which is in the Dallas area. I live with my mom, Missy, my dad, Greg, my old brother. He's out of the house now, but Tyler, and I live with my younger brothers, uh, Colton Carson. And um, I went to ETPU and got my bachelor's degree in uh, business marketing. Um, and then thankful that I got the extra fifth year to come back and get my master's in sports leadership. And, uh, you know, I've, like you said, I've been a captain for three years uh, for the team and I'm really just hoping to uh, stay as close to the game of soccer as I can. So um, I'm planning to be the graduate assistant for the women's team next semester. And so I'm just really excited to kind of be under Kristen and David's wing, um, just learning about the recruiting process and um, just like everything, advice that they can give to help me to fill the position of a future coach. So, do you see, your, see yourself uh, working in soccer for a couple years after this, or how do you want to use your degree and your degrees and experience? Yes, <laughs> yeah, I would love to stay around soccer for as long as I can, and that's definitely why I chose to do sports leadership. Um, just kind of learning more about the sport, how I can impact others, just how they impacted me with soccer. Um, you know, it's kind of been my whole life. I've been around it for, you know, since I was seven. So I definitely want to stay around for as long as I can. And the marketing part, maybe I could potentially have my own team one day, um, outside of college, maybe it's select team or something or put it to other use, um, other in other places. So, Mm. Yeah. So dream job would be running your own travel club or I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd definitely. be super cool. Yeah. So what's one, th- what's like your guilty pleasure song? Like the one thing, like the one song you're like, I'm in my car and this is like my jam out song. Like, Oh goodness. Uh, I don't play it when anyone else is in the car, but this is what I jam out to alone. Uh, <laughs> like for me, it's, um, heartbeat song by Kelly Clarkson. Heartbeat song by Kelly Clarkson. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I know I made a TikTok about this with y'all. On you the did. Road. I couldn't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I literally have no idea. We'll come back to it. We'll okay. give you some time. Okay. I didn't know that was a question. You're going script. Um, so what would you say has driven you to become a successful, uh, soccer player, but as well successful in academics, you're an ASC distinguished scholar athlete, as long as selected to the USC all region academic team, Mm -hmm. what would you say is the, or a couple different things that have driven you to be successful? Yeah. Um, well, if you want the simple answer, it's definitely, God has definitely helped me to be successful in those areas of my life. Um, but definitely just striving to be excellent every day in the classroom and on the field. Um, you know, 
you know, wanting to get the good grades and wanting to, you know, get the playing time. I've just, I've really had a good support system around me with my family um, and also just my friends, you know, believing me that I can do the things that I have accomplished since I've been here at ETBU and, um, you know, definitely believing in myself more mm-hmm. than they've, than I've believed in myself or them believing in me more than I have myself. Um, but just that also that just commitment and motivation to want to, you know, pursue excell- excellence in the classroom and on the field. Um, and to be honest, like whenever I first came to ETBU, um, those things were, you know, that's what I was putting my identity in was soccer and, you know, the, the classroom, like my schoolwork and stuff. And, you know, as I've grown in my faith since I've been here at ETBU, like I've definitely realized that those things are not important. Those things I'm not going to be doing for the rest of my life. And like, I need to be putting my identity in God and I can't just continue to receive validation that, you know, I'm smart from my academics or that I'm a good athlete because I play soccer that I can just get my validation from God and who he says he is. And so just kind of been learning a lot about that. And I've definitely grown in that aspect. And, and, um, that has just really helped me to have that success on the field and in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely a great place to be growing in and being able to have that confidence in God going forward and like moving away from the comfort yeah. of ETBU for you being here for the past mm-hmm. four and a half years. I'm sure that's something that you're, grateful for having grown in definitely yeah that's awesome what would you speaking of your time here at etbu the past four and a half years what would you say is the one of the selling points that got you to come here i know that's four and a half years ago you might have to scrounge the memory banks a little bit but yeah well definitely whenever i first came to campus it was the campus itself like it's beautiful like on the hill like beautiful sunsets and everything um and just the Christ-centered atmosphere as well. Um, but definitely, I just remember walking onto campus with my first tour and just everyone being so, like, welcoming and inviting, like, with open arms. And I remember going to my first chapel service. Um, that was literally awesome that, you know, a school would literally, like, take time, like, out of their classes to, like, you know, get to basically have, like, a church service every Monday and Wednesday. I thought that was awesome. And it just, it just felt like a, it was home um, getting to see the soccer field for the first time and it just being kind of secluded away from campus, like surrounded by all the trees, which is beautiful. And so just it, it definitely, whenever I first walked on campus, I mm-hmm. was like, this is, this is it. Yeah. yeah. What are some ways you've seen campus change for the better in your opinion? For the better, just, just the physical improvements of the campus. I think also with Blackburn um, being our president, he's, you know, wanting to, improve the campus as much as he can. And I definitely think he's been doing an amazing, amazing job. I'm so grateful for him to be our president um, and just wanting to continue to to grow the campus and continue to make it that Christ-centered, Christ-centered atmosphere um, for all the students and just to impact them and to help them grow beyond um, their college experience. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. It's a really, for someone who's just coming onto campus, it was awesome to come yeah. see and mm-hmm. really really pretty campus and all the improvements that they made even over the summer down with the new uh waterfall and stuff yeah, by the tennis courts really was super pretty. cool yeah but uh so i'm sure you have plenty of good memories on the field playing for the tigers what would you say is one of your favorite memories off the field outside of sports yeah um so i've been a part of fellow christian 
Fellowship of Christian Athletes since my freshman year. Um, I've loved going every Monday night. Um, It's definitely just a time to kind of get away from the business of life and just kind of calm down, uh, be in the presence of God, getting to worship, getting to, you know, listen to the different speakers, whether that be our coaches here at ETU or whether that is outside speakers. Um, And just, you know, getting to be a part of that now, uh, just this year, like I've become an FCA leader, which has been awesome. And um, getting to have the opportunity to lead in worship at the FCA, um, that has definitely been like some of my favorite memories and things about ETBU. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just the different events that they have on campus, like Christmas on the Hill and right. Throw on the Hill and Connexus. Mm-hmm. That's literally so awesome just to kind of get everyone out of their rooms and just kind of be together as a school and, and mm-hmm. community has been really awesome. So Yeah, for sure. What yeah. aspect of uh, worship leadership do you do? I play guitar. Ooh, there and you go. Sing. So, yeah, sometimes my friend Claire, she plays the little cone. Mm-hmm. And so we'll kind of be a little duo up there. Right, dynamic so. duo. Oh, there yeah. You go. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Is there any speakers that you're looking forward to coming back or that over the past has made more of an impact on you than others? Yeah, definitely. Um, Pastor Todd from New Beginnings. Um, I attend there every Sunday and love him, love his messages and just the honest messages that he preaches. Um, and just even some of our, our coaches have been amazing. Just their stories have just been really impactful. And so hopefully we can get them to kind of come back and mm-hmm. uh, have some more messages. So yeah, definitely excited to continue to be a part of that next semester. So. For sure. Yeah. What would... You touched a little bit on the culture of campus when you first came was a big decision or a big factor for helping you come and be a member of the team here. What would you say, looking back, have been some of your favorite parts about the culture of the soccer team here at ETBU and why you think it's one of the better cultural environments for the girls in the conference? Yeah, um, definitely. I think since I've been here at ETBU, the the team culture has changed tremendously. And I think this year we kind of really made it a priority to have our team culture like on the foundation of Christ. And so it's just been really cool because it's a great group of girls. We had a really good freshman class come in. And and so we really just kind of made it a priority to pray before practices. And it it was really encouraging, honestly, to see, um, you know, some of the girls that, you know, typically you'd never like – think would step up and step out in faith to like pray over the team and just to see their courage and their Mm -hmm. courageousness to, to want to pray um, over the team before practices, you know, all of us getting to pray with the coaches after practices, uh, pray with other teams after games. Um, has just been really cool. Um, and we always have uh, a team Bible study at the beginning of the year about our team motto. We are one. And um, just kind of getting the input of the returners and what that means to them, but also the freshmen and, you know, what they want it to mean to them. Um, so I think that's just kind of been a staple every year um, since I've been here to to kind of get everyone together um, and on the same page so mm-hmm. that, you know, we can really be a team and be successful in yeah. our seasons. For so. sure. That's awesome mm-hmm. that you've gotten to witness so much spiritual change and spiritual growth on campus through mm-hmm. FCA and through the culture of your team. That's definitely a huge blessing to be able to yeah, have that yeah. under your belt. All right, Reagan, you had a great accomplishment in your career, help being a part of a team that helped bring the first ASC tournament win while under coach Cox. What was that experience like? 
That was one of the most awesome experiences. Um, yeah, we definitely haven't advanced to the second uh, round of four since being um, since my career um, in college. And just that moment of just the rush of excitement was awesome. I remember playing Saul Ross and um, actually got injured this first uh, few minutes of the second half. Oh, so no. I was out of, out of the game, but it was really just exciting to watch my teammates play. Um, definitely nerve wracking because, you know, you definitely want to rent win and, you know, regulation, but you know, you never want to go into overtime definitely not PKs, but mm-hmm. you know what? That was the case. Um, just, I remember sitting there with all the girls, just like all like clean, like together and just like hoping and praying that, you know, Claire is going to come out like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just help, help the team. And she definitely did, definitely did. And, um, just the rush of excitement and all of us rushing over to her and just giving her like the biggest hug and just mm-hmm. all like celebrating was like the most amazing feeling. And it was better because just the group of girls that we had, you know, whether, you know, their role was on the field or whether their role was off the field encouraging, mm-hmm. like everyone just had pure joy and excitement for one another. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. Yeah. Do you think having that, COVID off season helped you guys out. Definitely, definitely. Because, you know, usually you come in fall and you have about two weeks and then you go straight into season. Mm -hmm. And so you don't really get that bonding time, you know, with the new freshmen and stuff. And, and so I think definitely having a whole semester just to really connect with the girls, um, you know, on the field, but also off the field, um, really, really helped us in our style of play, um, over the, the season in the spring. So yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely was helpful. Awesome. So you mentioned earlier that you really enjoy the not the beauty of campus, the Christ Center community. Is there a like something that something else that just you just love about campus for or campus life in general at ETB, whether that be like you said, chapel or I don't know, an intricacy yeah. that Yeah, definitely just the small like Christ in our atmosphere like it's so like normalized on campus to like speak about Christ like it's normal to like learn about Christ in the classroom it's normal to go to chapel it's normal you know to pray before and after practices and you know with opponents and stuff after games and you know outside of school it's it's hard to have those conversations because you never know how people are going to you know respond to asking them about their faith and it's just it's so much easier here because you are surrounded by you know, believers here and, you know, teachers who can help you and give you advice and with, you know, your walk in faith and they can, you know, share their testimonies too. Um, so that's just definitely been like one of my favorite things. Like I remember this kind of a memory from one of our soccer games, um, a while back, but just getting to pray with them after the game and all of them being like, like, wait, like what's happening? Like, really? Mm -hmm. Like they want to like, pray over our team and that's just planting seeds mm-hmm. and that's like all you can do is hope and pray that God continues to water those seeds and really work in the hearts of the of those girls um and so that was just like a really neat like experience and just a memory that none of us will literally ever forget mm-hmm. so that was awesome yeah so do you have a favorite professor at ETBU or a project that stood out to you a lot as you know what this is either something that you feel like is the most applicable to your future career or just something that you really were able to dive into as one of your projects here? Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of teachers that were like awesome and, um, that I loved going to their classes, but one in particular, uh, 
Dr. Nana Moody, he was my federal government teacher. Um, definitely not like my favorite like class to like you know not my favorite subject, but definitely my favorite teacher. Um, he was just very passionate about the the subject itself, and which made it exciting to come to class. And I remember turning in my final. Um, to him, I had to go to his office and turn his final. And before I turned around to walk out, he's like, "Hey, like, let me talk to you for a second. And and he's like, "Reagan, like, you're so quiet." <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know why." And he said, "Don't like, don't feel afraid to ever like express yourself or like your opinions because mm-hmm. if you never speak up, like, no one will ever know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And if you stay quiet, like, you may miss an opportunity to impact somebody. Mm-hmm. And that like really like hit home because like him saying that just impacted me like." myself and so you know just kind of keeping that like holding that in my heart and like remembering that it's okay like what my thoughts and my opinions are hold value Mm -hmm. and that you know you know if i don't speak up i might miss an opportunity to impact other people yeah that's awesome yeah i mean like from what you've talked about definitely it seems like you've taken that to heart with working and becoming a leader in fca and Mm -hmm. even the spiritual growth that you've helped implement on your team definitely it feels like yeah, you've taken that to heart. For sure. What would you say being a servant leader is and how do you feel like the community at ETBU has helped you become a better servant leader? So I feel like a servant leader is someone who completely humbles himself and like has a genuine heart for serving others and glorifying the Lord instead of themselves. And so I think each of you has definitely given us plenty of opportunities to become that servant leader. Um, and it's really taught us, you know, what exactly that is through the community service um, hours that, you know, we can get and we have the opportunities to serve and just in the local elementary schools, um, my freshman and sophomore year, I got to do just, I remember going to like the PE classes and just getting to, play sports with the kids and just how excited they were for college kids to, you know, college students to come um, and just play with them and just how much they looked up to us and, and, you know, different opportunities through the women's soccer team getting to, you know, walk around the block with some preschool kids like that alone, like is a servant leader right there and getting to clean up trash by a lake that they're trying to fix up. And definitely one of the biggest things that um, was definitely an awesome opportunity was going on a mission trip to Costa Rica my sophomore year and um, just getting to do soccer camps with those kids and you know there was a language barrier and everything but like God was able to like give us soccer to like still able to like to connect with those kids mm-hmm. even though we really couldn't communicate and just getting to like love on them through the sport of soccer was literally so cool and just getting to go another day we got to go house to house, like handing out Bibles to like families and just getting to pray over each individual house that, you know, God would, that they would know God, that they would learn to know God and dive into his word and just offering, you know, a Bible in their language was Mm -hmm. like so, so cool. And just something that like, I'll never forget. So I think it's really cool that each of you like gives the opportunity to like every, like everyone at least once in their time here so that they can go out in the world and actually learn what it looks to be a servant leader and go on mission for Christ, but at the same time also impacting themselves. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Is going back to Costa Rica something that you're interested in? Or I would love to actually. Yeah. The people that we stayed with, they were like, y'all are more than welcome to like come back. Like 
we all loved it. We loved the people that hosted us and everything. They were literally so awesome. So yeah, I would definitely, definitely consider going back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To end the podcast on a little bit of a lighter note, we're going to play a game of this or that. Okay. So given the option of a a piece of cake, a cupcake, or a cake pop, which one would you take? Piece of cake. As your preferred way of eating cake. A cake. A slice of cake. A slice of cake? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Are you more of a beach or a mountain person? Ooh, probably mountain. Okay. I, don't like, I don't like sand. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yep. And just salt water is nasty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get out of a body of water and have to take a shower afterwards. No. It's gross. <laughs> um, would you rather have, if you had the choice, would you rather go to Mexican place or an Italian place? Ooh, probably Mexican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Mexican food. Okay. If you were stranded on a desert island, what would be the two items you were allowed to bring? Can I bring a person? Do you consider a person an item? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess not. Uh, <laughs> um, what would I bring? I'd probably bring... I don't know, a phone so I can call for help. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe my Bible. There you go. Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah. Uh, last one. Is it okay to listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving? <laughs> yes. <sighs> and that's where we're going to have to end. Thank you guys <laughs> for listening to this episode of the Tiger Talk. I'm Peyton Tebow. We'll catch you guys next time. You're tuned in to the ETPU Sports Net, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast.